From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad we're back. And I think that this is going to be an episode that you'll really be able to relate to. Oh, yeah, it's great to be back. And I will say this topic, I think, is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I, so I, I thought of you and you know our whole theme of Ask the Programmer, and I figured maybe it's time for me to ask you some things. And, and uh, in particular, we're going to talk today about IT. And I know um, for years, ever since I know you, you've been talking about how I, AV is IT. And that's always been an argument and a debate. And, and I, I, I really agree with you. And I think that there's probably a lot of things that a, AV is not within IT, but it but but there is a lot that works together, and and there there is a marriage there, and and I think that that that's been the case for for many years to come. So why don't we just start with the basics when when we're talking about IT first? What what would you define it as, and and how how does does AV fit into the the IT world? I think that's the most important question to ask is how you're defining IT. Because when you don't define it clearly, then you get into, well, no, it's not IT, or you get into that gray area. To me, IT is information technology or using information to get, or using technology to get information across, which we're doing with our AV systems. We're taking analog, we're using light and sound and to send video and audio and even lighting to our end users or information to our end users. Um, Or we're taking information from one person and sending it to mass people. So to me, that's why I keep saying AV is IT because it's information technology. So that's who me is how I define uh, IT and why I put AV underneath the IT umbrella, or as I like to say, blob, because it keeps eating more and more as IT grows. Like now you have the internet of things and you got uh, networking and you got database administrators, you got help desk support, you got phone support. All this stuff is now falling underneath that IT umbrella or blob, as I say. So, it would make sense based on that that definition for sure, and and I think you know my definition of AV is AV is the way that we help people communicate, and we also uh, are are able to uh, convey a message or entertain, or, and and the, the the science behind it ha- has very very specific requirements, and and some of those may be uh, on. A little bit outside of what would be considered the ones and zeros of IT, but I, but I would agree with you there. Now, um, when we think of IT, and I think maybe the average person does, they think about switches and networks and so forth. Is that the way you would also expect that somebody would think of it, or should should they be thinking a, a little bit differently? I, I agree with you that most people think of it as networking. And that's why a lot of people say, well, AV is not IT because you don't have to throw on the network. Um, To me, networking is a subset of that IT umbrella, that blob out there, just like AV, just like your 
database administrators and your security admins, like your security admin is not optimizing your database. Your database administrator is not installing your network switches. Your network admin is not repairing uh, your faculty or end users desktop. They're all subsets of this blob of IT that just keeps eating up. Um, I know I've seen this thrown around a couple of times on Twitter and stuff. Think of it as a medical field. Uh, everybody, all doctors are doctors, but then you have your plastic surgery, a surgeon, you have your brain surgeon, you have your heart surgeon. They're all doctors, but they're all specialized. And that's what AV is just a specialized of IT. Um, another analogy I used was um, I used this on the AV Life podcast. We're in AV, we're into music. Think about there's, I, I know there's some sub notes there, but really there's what seven big notes in music. But how many genres do we have? We have country, we have rap, we have classic, we have jazz. They're all subset of music, but they're all done differently. So, would would it make sense then? Because I I do agree that AV has its specialties and its specialists. Would it would the would everybody in AV ha, should should everybody in AV need to be familiar with IT and with needing to speak the IT language, or is that limited to certain certain areas or scopes? Whether it's a, a designer or a programmer or a consultant, um, it never hurts. The more you know, the better off you are. Um, but. In a way, yes, um, you need to be able to speak the IT language because IT has a history and it's changing and changing dramatically. But IT used to be the island of no or the department of no. Like, oh, I want to throw my projector on a network. No. Oh, I want to run Python on or I want Python to run on this. No. Like th that's what IT was. I didn't want to anyone into their ecosystem but the, the thing is now it is seeing and they're all we're all have a common goal especially in my field of higher education our end goal is to educate the students so that department of no is not a department of no it's a let's figure it out the proper way and being able to speak it language brings you all into the common area again let's go back to that whole uh medical analogy your plastic plastic surgery a surgeon knows how to talk to a brain surgeon knows how to talk to a heart surgeon but they also know the effects of what they're doing has on these other bodies now can they open up a heart and repair a heart most likely not but they would know the toll that they're doing might take on. And they're like, hey, I need to bring this SME in and get their opinion. And just like a heart surgeon would be like, okay, plastic surgeon, they're not going to, like a heart surgeon is not going to come in and be like, okay, I'm going to reconstruct your face. But they could figure out the toll that it would take on the heart or a brain surgeon, the toll it will take on the brain. And they can all come to a common goal. Uh, just like in IT and AV, we, we need to come to a common goal. We need our equipment to work so we can get our message out.
Now we got to talk the same language so we can do that. So it is interesting that you know, uh, uh, the way um, you've, you're putting it, and, and I do agree that it used to be no, and it used to be that we would have to prove ourselves uh, as, AT, uh, as AV professionals to the IT administrator or the IT, uh, uh, you know, the, the the IT department that we were competent and we knew what we were doing, and I, and. And as you said, I think that no was based out of fear that we were going to do something that was going to take down their network, or we there it was going to introduce a a breach or or a vulnerability or or just in general they were going to be liable for something that we did, and and somehow something something's changed, and I wonder if that's the the manufacturers who have started to develop more IT friendly products and, and, you know, and, or is it that the IT um, departments and IT professionals have become more uh, understanding of, of what AV is because a lot of them have had to get their hands dirty with it. So um, it, it, where it used to be very separate silos and, and silo is always a, a, an analogy that we use that now we're kind of merging. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've, we've talked about in the industry convergence and that's that ship has sailed, but, but we, we've kind of, been, we've, we almost had like a meeting of the minds where, where, where they know more about us and we know more about them. And, and it seems like the, the, there's a, 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 a higher trust factor or um, a, a, a better openness for, for cooperation? I think this really comes about one, I think a lot of AV professionals are showing that they are competent. Uh, like you were saying that you had to prove yourself and finding more and more AV people are doing that. They're starting to talk the IT language. They're getting their certification, they're learning. What I think AV really is lacking in is the standards. IT is very much on their standards. Um, I use this analogy right now. If I went out and bought a Cat5e cable, I can care less what maker or brand I buy. Every one's wired up the same. You either have an A or a B, and it's your green and orange are the ones crossover but every other pair are identical the hue might be a little different the quality cable might be different but every other every cable is identical take an xr you open them up they're all different now you gotta figure out which pin is hot which one's your common which one's your ground there's you got four wires you got three wires they're all different that's where I think where IT is looking at AV and going, get your house together before you're coming into my house. Um, but unfortunately, we're all seeing that we need to work together and get to that common goal. And I think AV is starting to get to that standard where they're starting to use the programming of Python and HTML5 and all that stuff to get into that IT aspect of programming i still feel that some of the hardware is lacking 
because to me, I feel like they're trying to subset or sidestep IT by putting their own network gear in. I'm sorry, manufacturers. My video switcher does not need to be a network switch. Let my network switch be a network switch. Don't throw a DHP server in my video switcher. Don't need it. Um, and that causes a lot of problems. I, I know on corporate networks and stuff. So until AV really gets into a standard and true standards, they're still going to be a look at sideways by IT, but IT is learning. These are people I need to play with. All right. Those are really good points and a lot that I may not have even thought of. And, and it, it, it is true that even going back to RS-232, there's, yes, there are ways that are more popular to, to pin cables, uh, you know, straight through or crossed. And that's what you see mostly, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be a guarantee. And uh, for, for whatever reason, uh, they, there was never uh, one way to actually do it. And, um, and even the control systems uh, were, were one, one pins one way and the other pins the other way. And, it, you know, they, because they think that there's, their way is going to be more common um, regardless, we, we, we've always made it work, but I, but I see what you're saying and, and it'd be nice if there, if everybody agreed to one, one way of doing things. Um, I, I, as, as we wrap up with this, it just made me think as you were explaining some of these, uh, some of these insights is, it is the, the, the influence of the technology manager, one of the reasons why, or either one of the, one of the catalysts for making a, AV and IT um, a, a closer group, or is that a product of it potentially, where uh, technology managers now ha have come from the a a IT side and moved over to AV? Really, what I think is the catalyst that bringing this together is our end users. Um, our end users are becoming power users. They're sitting at home and, you know, they're streaming their phone to their TV. Um, they're connecting their computer to their TV. They're using multiple devices. They're switching around and they're coming back to the office and be like, hey, IT, because that's who they know to call. I want to be able to do this. And now IT needs to figure out how to do it. So now they're looking at the AV people to bring in and get that area taken care of or they're doing on their own and they're struggling because they don't know the they're not an SME in AV um, so I, I definitely think our end users I mean in higher education our students our faculty members are the ones coming in and being like yo I want to use this make it work um, it used to be like no you you got your corporate and your uh, consumer devices separate but almost now Consumers want their Apple TVs in corporate environments. Not the best way of doing it, but that's what they want. I, I heard something years ago, and I'm not going to quote this properly, but it was something like maybe uh, a, a campus budgets like eight IP addresses per student or something crazy like that because of all the different product products that they carry from gaming systems to laptops to tablets to phones it was a, a crazy number I mean, maybe eight is too high but it's it was a crazy number i can see eight um i know on our wireless network 
if I recall correctly, I think uh, users are limited to three devices. Think about phone, tablet, and computer. And most likely, they're maximum those out. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, so I know I have like, and we laugh at it, be like people will come up to me and go, stop being a wireless hog. Cause <laughs> I got so many devices. I'm switching back and forth, turning things off. Cause I got my personal and then I got my work stuff. So it's like, yeah, I, I can definitely see eight being a good budget. So, so as, as we round up, um, this episode, what, what would be a good tip for a programmer to, to know when, when it comes to IT? And, and I'd also like to hear from the audience as to what their experiences have been and how, how they've uh, been, been advancing their knowledge. But, but you know, from your perspective, what, what would you recommend? Um, I kind of think we've been hitting it a lot where saying learn the IT language. Uh, I don't, I hate saying this come across saying like it should be the ruler of it but it is a big powerful beast and it's it's moving and if av continues to drag their heels it is going to go you missed the bus we're moving on um and we're just going to throw what we need to and make it work and we'll improve as we go so learn the python learn the c sharp and the c plus plus and any language and then most important, learn your security. Uh, security expert is vital and know that you need to patch and you need to update and you need to make sure that you are know you're an expert in your field. So when that other SME, when that network administrator comes in and goes, hey, I need to make a change to my ACL, how's that going to affect your uh, projectors? If you don't know what an ACL is, you're going to look like a uh, tool to sit in there. Like, know the language. Doesn't mean you know how the program switches or how to configure ACLs. But at least know what the common language is. Get out there, learn ACLs, uh, firewall, stuff like that. For those who don't know, ACLs is access control list, which is on network switches. Well, I think that's a great tip. And is there any resource or any... Uh... Um, site that you would recommend? Um, definitely Google. Google whatever you can for IT. If you hear a term in the IT language you don't know, Google it, learn it, and that'll take you down the rabbit hole because you have one one thing that pops up with another term that takes you down another rabbit hole. And get out there to classes. Um, uh, I'm trying to think that CompTIA is a good source to learn from and Vixa is starting to improve their IT uh, offering as well. I mean, just the past Infocom, I took a couple good classes where I actually just wrote about it my December, no, my November article for higher ed ABIT. Very good. Well, that's a good tie-in to, uh, to our wrap-up. Um, if anybody wants to get more information about um, IT or ask you specific questions or, or you know, want to learn more about where they can get answers to some of the things that they they're trying to uh, chase down. How can they reach you and uh, learn what you're up to? Uh, you can always reach me at on Twitter, AV underscore James King. I'm on LinkedIn, not there much, but I'm on there. I, as I mentioned, I write a monthly article for the higher ed digital magazine called it and AV. Um, and I'm out there on the interwebs, but you can find me. 
Absolutely. So for me, you can reach me on uh, social at Steve Greenblatt. I do some writing for AV Network, and I also write for my company blog at controlconcepts.net. Uh, but uh, please, if you could let us know what you think and let us know what you want to hear more about and, uh, and ask us some questions. That's what this show is all about. So if you uh, send us some feedback, we'll give you a mention. We've had a couple of guests on recently, and we're happy to expand the show and include more voices. So uh, reach out to us, leave us a rating or review. You could find us on YouTube and on Apple and Google Podcasts. And uh, we, we'd definitely like to hear from you. So with that, this is all we have for Ask the Programmer.